Hey, everybody. Welcome into Locked on Bama. Luke Robinson along with Jimmy Stein. My God, what a game. Unbelievable. Um, Alabama, there's the best of times. It was the worst of times. That We've said all summer about this, about Jalen Milrow. When he's at his best, he's really good. When he's at his worst, it's really bad. And we got both today, but he did just enough. Jalen Milrow deserves a ton of credit. And the same can be said for Jermaine Burton. Jermaine Burton, I mean, my God, he was playing out of his mind. Of course, he has, he has all these wonderful catches. He has all this, uh, this extra yardage. He's fighting for yards. He's getting touchdowns, two scores. But he has the fumble. He's getting in people's faces, and we're like, please stop doing that. I know that's who he is. And so you got to let a, a dude be who a dude is, right? But my God, Jimmy, I, I don't even know where to start with this. This was so bananas and such a tale of two halves. Alabama only give up three points in the second half. That is so crucial. Yeah, extraordinarily huge win going on the road and beating a quality team when you have a lot of stuff going against you. Uh, the crowd noise clearly had a major effect uh, on the offense and uh, committing all of those pre-snap penalties. Uh, then you have those injuries that just piled up on Alabama. You lose your punter. Who loses a punter? You lose your punter. Several heroes in this game. I, I thought Will Reichard was heroic replacing Burnett. Reichard did a great job uh, of being a second-team punter. Then you lose Malachi Moore on defense and still hold AM to three points in an entire second half. I can't, I can't exaggerate how big a deal losing Malachi is. Uh, it's a lot of the moving parts for those who keep up with what happens in the secondary. But normal Malachi's the best DB we've got. He's been playing like a first-team All-American all year. Uh, on most downs, Malachi plays nickel corner, star. That's his position when we're in nickel. When we're in regular, and we're not in regular too often, but when we're in regular, Malachi plays safety. When we're in dime, Malachi plays money. He, he can play three different positions on three different snaps, and then you lose him? He literally has to be replaced by three different players when he's out. And you lose him and still hold AM to three points in the second half? That, that's unreal. The pass rush in the second half, unreal. We complained about our pass rush early oh, this yeah. season. The pass rush was fantastic in the second half. It, it really helped win the game for Alabama. Look, this team still has a lot of issues for Milrow, massive hero, and still in development. There's still a lot of things Jalen needs to fix and improve, and he will as he gains experience. But, look, we don't talk about this enough. I was just telling some of the other writers this by text, but I was just telling them one thing we don't talk about enough as a group, as writers, as media people, how much trouble we'd be in without Milrow. We always want to talk about how Milrow is, you know, he doesn't throw away the ball. He doesn't. Uh, he's not accurate on short throws. He's not. He doesn't make decisive decisions to, to, to hang in the pocket or run. He doesn't. You know where we'd be without Jalen Milrow right now? Probably about one in five, two and four. I mean, we're, we're not anywhere where we are without four being out there. He, he was a hero today. And Jermaine Burton, as you pointed out, Luke, uh, best game of his career, highly productive career, and today was the best day of his career by far. He made some NFL money today. J Jermaine Burton climbed NFL draft boards today. He just needs to do a much better job of playing with his emotions in check because, Jermaine, when you catch a ball for a first down, it don't help us 
when we we lose it due to a personal foul, and, and it's got to come back. And, and that's, that's just so true, Jimmy. To say and it's it, correctable is 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 Jermaine just just play football. But it's so frustrating. And look, great performance today. Unbelievable performance. And that's what I hate to do is I hate to put an asterisk on his performance. I hate it. Um, because he to. was awesome. And same thing with Milro, but Milro for different reasons. I mean, Milro, he's so lovable. Milro is incredibly likable and lovable. And Jermaine Burton, I mean, I want to like him because he's my Bama receiver. And he's a dude, man. He showed out today. But you cannot do that. You cannot do some of the things he did. That being said, how about Justin Aboigby? I mean, this oh, man awesome came out of his mind, Jimmy. He was awesome. Yeah. Um, Aboigby had his career. Several players had their career game. Aboigby at the top of the list. I think at least two. It took part in at least three sacks. I'm, which I'm is looking enormous. it up right now. Uh, it, Tim Keenan. Tim, Tim Keenan, Keenan great game. Tackles. Tim Smith played a great game. Lawson Caleb played Downs. great. Caleb Downs. That interception helped save the game. Turn the game around. Aboigby I mean, had a sack and a half. Uh, he was in on three. I yeah, can't. I, I wonder if. I wonder if it's three halves of sacks. That they gave because he was in on three. Braswell, uh, Braswell also played really well. Dallas Turner, and look, I'm going to talk about the officiating. It's so much easier to complain about the officiating when you win, yeah. Because when you lose, it just when you lose, it just sounds like whining. But when you win, it sounds like that was real crap, and it was. Uh, uh, you know, two or three times they called pre-snap penalties, and they'd say pre-snap penalty motion on 65, and then they'd show the replay. 65 didn't even sneeze. Yeah, he didn't move at all. Now they may have called the wrong number, and it was on someone else. Fine, but that happened a couple of times where they called a pre-snap penalty, called a number, the replay showed that that guy never moved at all, uh, which is really frustrating. Jermaine Burton on one of his first targets was clearly interfered with, no call. Clear. Uh, yet, yet they call pass interference on Jalen Key, who did do a little grabby thing, but I'm like. Okay, okay, that is interference. But then you've got to call the one on them that you didn't, which was far more egregious. Um, so, again, I, I like to complain about the officiating after a win. Uh, after a loss, it just sounds like like whining and, and sour grapes and all that stuff. But, uh, but, no, I didn't care for the officiating at all. And Alabama contributed to how steep that hill was to climb. The hill was steep. A lot of it was, our, was Alabama's doing – uh, particularly offensively, and something's got to be done about running the football. Real curious to know why Jaden Roberts played the whole game at right guard. Was that a, a decision that they made to elevate him, or was Dalcourt hurt? We know Ferguson's been hurt, uh, but did we really just play a whole game with our third-team right guard, or was that something we did on purpose? He played every snap of the game, and I didn't think particularly played played great, to be honest. But Had we a lot of possibilities. Yeah, he did. And but I think on the rewatch, you know, again, a lot of bad, but it's overshadowed by how huge that win was. I said it all week, and 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 I mean this, Luke, not changing my mind after watching that that game. There was only one other team in the SEC that was winning that game today, uh, and that's Georgia. Georgia may have won that game too. Uh, no one else in the SEC was. I, I don't think even some of our fans realized how difficult that game was going to be to win even with Alabama playing well. A&M's extremely talented. Uh, they are well coached. Uh, even Petrino has made them a better coached offense, just the, the, having those two minds in the room together. Uh, and they got dudes. Max Johnson, that was his 20th start. You know, that was Milrow's sixth, but it was Max Johnson's 20th. 
Um, let, let me say this, that the blind side block, they called on Dallas Turner. They ought to review that officiating staff. Look, I, last year, the, the pass interference in, in the Tennessee game cost us a game, cost us a shot at an SEC and national championship. It was a terrible call. It, the world knows it. This was worse. This was worse. And that guy, I swear to God, he ought to be investigated. I, I, There's nobody that hates complaining about officials more than me. But that was obviously an official trying to make his way into the game. Some of these things are subjective. You know, if you call a holding, if you call interference, okay, I get it. You, you didn't call interference, I, time, whatever. That was game-changing potentially. I, I didn't even think it was a blind – I didn't even think it was a blind side block. I didn't even think it was, was a blind side. I didn't think it was. He got him from Second, the ball. Secondly, it was 20 yards behind the play. Thirdly, it wasn't violent. I mean, I get legislating unnecessary violence out of the game is important. I'm all for it. You've got to legislate the unnecessary hits and the unnecessary violence. That that was none of those things. It wasn't violent. It wasn't a blindside block, and it was 20 yards behind the play. Uh, I, I thought it was it should never have been called, never have been, even if it was technically a blindside block under some written rule somewhere, uh, it, it just, it, it, those plays should never be called. Never those should be called, and I'm trying to figure out what in the world I've done here, but I've done something. <laughs> uh, now I'm going to try to do it this way. Well, I don't know why that other screen's coming up. doesn't matter. Uh, people know what I'm talking about. Um, Oh, it's coach. Coach is sitting down for his uh, post-game press conference. He is. All right, let's let's go to that right now. But I, I could never be more proud of a group of guys for the way they competed in a game, um, the way we competed in the second half. But, you know, the message going into the game was um, don't give the other team anything. Um, you know, play with poise, uh, execute do your job, uh, stay focused, you know, throughout the game. And there were times in the game where I felt like we lost our poise a little bit. And, um, but in the second half, we competed and did a fantastic job. Jalen played extremely well. Uh, we were able to move the ball offensively, even though we had to throw it. Uh, couldn't run it very well. Um, but the tenacity that our players showed, the competitive spirit, the resilient attitude, to overcome adversity, a lot of which we created for ourselves. You know, having 14 penalties in the game, uh, mismanaging things in the clock at the end of the game, um, you know, really gave them opportunities uh, that, you know, we, we, we need to be able to fix those things so we don't help the other team. Uh, we helped the other team on their last drive to kick the field goal. Uh, we had two penalties and a missed tackle. And they're right down the field and score uh, in no time. So um, we have a lot of things to clean up, but we have a lot of things to be proud of. Nick Saban looks 10 years younger. Um, just, <laughs> he does. You know, the team effort. Maybe his uh, surgeon is in Houston. And, you know, we weren't at our best <laughs> in the first half today. But to, for guys to pull themselves up uh, to overcome adversity and resiliency – and this is a great win for our team. It was a great win for the program. It was a great win for this team. You know, uh, it was an opportunity for this team to sort of show who they are in terms of um, what kind of team we have. And I think we can have a really, really good team. I just think we self-inflicted wounds 
are going to be something that um, we can resolve because they're all fixable. And we certainly need to do that if we're going to be able to compete at a high level in the future. Right. Coach Burton had a great game, almost 200 yards, two touchdowns. With this program, he's coming back for his senior year, being patient this year. Is that kind of what you've been preaching, have a game like this? Yeah. I mean, we, we've always had a lot of faith, trust, and confidence in him. He's a big play player. Uh, he's been bothered by a little foot injury for a while, didn't play much last week. Uh, he's back 100% today. And, you know, it was our plan to, you know, try to um, – we knew they were really good up front and we would struggle with their front. But we felt like if we could protect well enough um, and get some time that we could make some plays down the field. And I think that's something that we did very effectively. And obviously, he, he was extremely effective uh, in the game at making some big plays. Chase, hello, all right. Coach, I want to ask you two things. First, how big was the safety in the fourth quarter? And secondly, you mentioned some bad news. You already bring that up with the Yeah, I brought it up with the penalties and mismanaging and, you know, all that. Um, so, I, this may be the record game for me in terms of messing up and still winning. <laughs> Might be a record. You take the mess ups and the penalties and you add them all together. But then you look at the other side of that is what kind of resiliency and ability to overcome adversity does somebody have when you're talking about the kind of competitive spirit you have on your team which I'd take that any day because we can fix the other stuff. Chris Lowe, back. Coach, how much of this team rallied around Jalen? Is this particularly his ability not to let one bad play become two or three after his pick and play lights out the rest of the game? Yeah, and I think that's one thing that, you know, Jalen has learned. Just keep playing the next play and focus on that play. You're going to make mistakes. Bad things are going to happen sometimes, but um, you got to be a point guard, man. you got to make lots of assists, not very many turnovers. But you can't let the turnover that you do make bother you. And um, distribute the ball to the rest of the guys on the team and let them to make plays. And I think he's done a really good job of that. What did it say about the defense after those turnovers on offense? They were able to throw the ball right back because the turnover blocked field I think the turnover when um, we turned it over and then uh, Caleb Downs intercepted the ball, that was kind of the change the momentum of the game. And, Definitely. Um, I think the fact that we were able to keep him out of the end zone and play good in the red zone was really, really important early in the game, as well as, you know, it's a little different if they score a touchdown in the end. Um, but we allowed him to go down the field in two-minute situation because we got two penalties and, you know, gave up a big play. Um, and we had several guys that could have made the tackle. So, um, but... I'm just proud of our guys and the way they played, man. It's a great win for us. Hey, Delbert, I was wondering if you had any updates on Malachi. Uh, Malachi's got a twisted ankle. Who else? Um, he's got a pulled muscle in his leg. Mike? So. Oh, no, that's bad news. <laughs> well, when the punter has a pulled muscle in his leg, that's like a giraffe having well, a sore neck. We had a tough time running the ball, uh, but they, they – lots of pressure. Uh, which we were able to take advantage of making explosive plays down the field. Um, it's hard for me to say how he played, but, you know, uh, Dalcourt had a little shoulder problem, so uh, he was having – he was struggling a little bit, so – Answers that. You no, know, I thought yep. 77 went in and did a pretty good job. I'm lucky to think. What did you see from Trey Anderson's perspective 
Ferguson is actually the third team right guard. Yeah, that really means tough. the first team right guard and the second Craig team right guard job. were out. He got the one penalty for Holden, uh, but you know he did a really good job while he was in the game. Uh, the bigger adjustment is for Terry on, who goes and takes Malachi's place when Malachi goes out, and then four goes in the game and plays. So it's a lot of change. what I referenced earlier. And, um, you know, it's hard to practice two positions as thoroughly as you need to to be able to win the game and execute. And when Malachi first went out of the game, we, we made some mental errors because of that. But uh, I thought both guys did a good job of adapting in the game. And the other players around them really helped them play well by communicating well. Hey, Chip, over with Ross. Mickey said this might be a regression game for the next month, considering you know, some of the teams. What, what does it mean that the team did that? What does it mean that they can do that early in the season? Well, if we can fix it, um, I think that you know, we could be a very good team. Um, you know, the injuries are starting to mount up a little bit. Uh, so there's going to be opportunities for other people to step up and how well they do that will, you know, be a, a huge determination because um, I don't think we have any easy games coming up. A lot of, a lot of tough teams in our league, uh, a couple of good quarterbacks coming up. So um, we got lots of challenges. But if we could look within ourselves and fix what we need to fix internally ourselves and make a commitment to doing that and pay attention to detail, to the details that matter to winning in a game, that's what we need to do a better job of. Thanks, Coach. All right, thank you. All right, that's going to do it for um, Nick Saban's press conference. Um, mm -hmm. Very good. Uh, you know, some interesting stuff there. Uh, need to tell everybody right now about LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team and helps you find them faster and for free. All you got to do is go to LinkedIn Jobs and add your job uh, and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word you are indeed hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and who you'd like to hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to and helps you find them faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. That's linkedin.com slash college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions may, and I bet they do, apply. So, Jimmy, um, you know, going back to the game for a second, I mean, this whole thing's just sure. running through my head. Um you know, that, that Saban's so right. And I mean, I knew this and I'd had it written down and I, but uh, Saban sort of stole my thunder, the interception by Caleb Downs, which was magnificent, right. by the way, I'll tell you this. I thought the play call that Alabama had on the interception by Milrow was a good play call. Milrow underthrew it. I thought it was a good play call. Um, mm -hmm. And it didn't work. We throw the pick. So be it. Caleb Downs comes right back one play later, gets the pick. Uh, then we're able to go get a touchdown. And that really seemed to kick us off. Um, I, there's so many big moments. Uh, Boyd, the defensive line waking up in the second half was so huge because here's the other thing. In the first half, they had so much more time of possession than we did that I was worried we were going to get run down. In fact, it almost was the other way around. We ran their offensive line down, which is just incredible to me. Uh, I think a lot of guys grew up in this game. And um, look, I'm going to say it again. When it comes to Milrow, man, here's the thing. It used to be that, okay, he there was a box, right? There's like a graph. And Milrow's 
worst is down here, and it, his best was about right here. Well, his worst has moved up a little bit. The floors come up a little bit, but the ceiling has raised even more. The, we hit a slant. We hit a slant. I can't believe it. For a touchdown, I was blown away. Blown away. Um, and it was very Devontae Smith to a Tungle Vialo-ish. Um, we, Milrow, when he was under pressure and he hit uh, Burton on that first touchdown, a thing of beauty, just gorgeous. Uh, so many positive things that, yes, I know some people are still going to focus on the negative. And we got to talk about the negative because that's what we do here on Locked on Bama. We're going to cover all the bases. But, man, the dude stepped up big time. I'm still going to – I'm going to bring – I'm going to Mississippi State next week, grabbing a cowbell, bringing it back here, <laughs> ring the bell, put Justice Haynes on it, and just ring it like Paul Revere saying the British are coming. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think I think Milrow is one of the big uh, heroes uh, tonight for the for the way he played. One thing I also want to bring up is, you know, we didn't really reference uh, the injury rumors last week, but one thing I want to point out, whether you believed him or not, this was the first game the entire season. Now we're, we're six games in. Milrow's five starts in. Uh, there wasn't really a lot of forward runs for Milrow in this game. There were almost zero quarterback design runs. There were almost zero. Uh, uh, read options where Milro could have kept it and made yards. Uh, he was even more hesitant than I, I think the normal to run the ball. I just didn't see Milro that wanted to run tonight. So y'all make up your own minds as to why that was the case of why Milro just wouldn't cut it loose with his legs. So I really feel like Luke, if you want to be impressed by Jalen Milro, I, I feel in many respects he played tonight with, with one arm tied behind his back. And, in fact, what he does best is with his legs, right? He sort of played Superman with his cape tied behind his back. He didn't play with the cape. Superman playing without the cape, you know, and still got it done. Uh, there's still too many errors. Uh, we, we, we'll recount them all week long for everybody that wants to to be all, go to negative town, you know, with the errors and the penalties and, and the throws that weren't great. Still a lot of growth that's left. But, but we flat out don't win the game without Jalen Milrow and uh, and several others. And, and defensively, we're back. We're back. For everybody that, that felt for the past few seasons, it wasn't the same Alabama defense. That was. That was. They gave up nothing in the second half. And, and, and my final thing is, as good as that A&M defensive line is, and as much as they whipped our tail in the first half, their defensive line whipped our tail in the first half. Our defensive line whipped theirs in the second half just as much just as much as what they did to us, we did to them in the second half, uh, thanks to a Boigby, Tim Smith, Tim Keenan. Jaheim Otis is playing hurt, by the way, for everybody that doesn't know. I mean, he's a little banged up, and he's still out there. But Smith, a Boigby, Keenan, Lawson, Trez Marshall, Jihad Campbell, Turner, and Braswell, fantastic performance by the Alabama front seven. Just got to clean up the errors. Uh, Everyday American says, love y'all show. I watched the first 10 minutes and turned the channel, called my wife and went and watched my daughter play volleyball. I couldn't watch anymore. I don't know if you love our show or not. <laughs> I, don't, I can't tell if you're talking about the show. Yeah. I think, I think he's talking about the game, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's what he's talking about. I think he's talking maybe about the game. Maybe that's what he's talking about. Maybe he's talking about the game, uh, yeah. but that was not very clear. I hope Subscribe you to BOL and read my rewatch thread later this week. Hey, play. Dexter Wright made a good point here in the comments. He said uh, Dallas Turner actually got on some uh, P. 
people's butts. And he did. And let me tell you somebody else that did. And this is uh, this is what scared me when he went out is Malachi Moore. On that busted play on the throwback, Malachi knew somebody was supposed to be on that dude and the guy wasn't. And I can't – I don't remember – I hadn't rewatched it. I don't remember who Malachi was jumping on, but Malachi was being a leader and I saw some fight. You and I have been talking about this. If you watch our podcast, you know we've been saying this. We want to see some some infighting on the sidelines, not infighting, uh, you know. Oh, you're getting right. all the carries. No, infighting like do your job, bro. Right. That's what That's we want to see. Old fashioned Saban stuff. Old fashioned Saban stuff. Well, hopefully, I thought it was good news. I mean, Nick Saban's never going to be too descriptful about injuries, and he's going to he's going to not give everybody a lot of information because now he doesn't want Arkansas to know you play Arkansas in seven days. He doesn't want Arkansas to know, but uh, the tenor of it was good news in terms of Malachi. Uh, I was worried when he was hurt that his ankle was broken. Yeah. It looked bad. Or that, or that something was hugely significant. And again, not going to go over all again, all the switching around we have to do, but there is no more impactful player in our defense than Malachi Moore. Again, he regularly plays three different positions and can play them snap to snap. There is no more valuable. You can argue, oh, Turner's better or Lawson's better. Oh, okay. No one is more valuable than a player that plays three positions. Yeah, I agree with you, Jimmy. And another thing you'll agree with me on is FanDuel is awesome. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and even more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel is an official partner of the NFL. So, yeah, we'll we'll sort of wrap up now because I know, look, if y'all are like me, I want to go back and rewatch this thing. I mean, I can't <sighs> wait. I'm already fired up about it. Um, Isaiah Bond, I thought, played a nice game. If he hadn't, you know, I thought it was not going to be our day again when Milrow threw a nice pass to him. Bond slipped coming out of his break. Yeah. Didn't allow him to get up and get that catch. But I thought Bond stepped up. Obviously, sure. we talked about Jermaine Burton. You know, we can talk about some of the outside stuff on Burton in a minute, but or, or maybe later on in the week, because right now I think he deserves a big pat on the butt. Will Reichert coming in, being the backup punter. That was nice. Um, I'll tell you what, the other thing that really bothers me, and again, I, I'm not the, – the, the call on Chris Braswell's return will forever – haunt me i don't care that we won the game that should be investigated that is the sixth touchdown alabama has scored this year that has been called back and alabama has played six football games so seven points per game that's that's just ridiculous it's just sure. it, it's just not a call that you need to make it's just not no. it's not the intent of the call it's of the of the rule so just right. stupid that official needs to be reprimanded for that um, and that's where I think the SEC often look. I'm not, for, I'm not for SEC officials getting up after the game and having to take questions. I don't like that because sometimes they have a bad game just like everybody else, right? But I am for somebody in the SEC office, not even publicly, saying to him, "I want to. I would like to know it that it happened." Somebody saying to him, "Dude, you got to let that go. That's that's silly." Right. You know. <laughs> now we're trying to keep. We're trying to clean the game up a hundred percent. And if he had knocked the the kid down on his took us, then I think we'd all go, okay, that was unnecessary and that's a penalty. He barely grazed him, and he did it from the front. It wasn't even a penalty by the rule. It wasn't even a penalty by the rule. And, again, 
doesn't it make sense that a blind side block from Dallas Turner should knock you down? Yeah. I mean, it yeah. didn't even knock him down. It didn't even knock him down. How, how violent could that be? Didn't even knock him down. And look, guys, everybody celebrate tonight. We are we are in the driver's seat of driver's seats in the SEC West. And we've got three straight home games coming up with a bye week mixed in. Okay? So everybody revel in this. It's kind of fun right now. Let's let's enjoy this. There are some, th- there are some things to clean up. We got uh, more bad starts than my first car. We got a lot of problems, okay? But we beat Texas A&M on the road, and we did it at a time when a lot of people, Chris Doring on SEC Network is like, I think the wrong team's favorite. Texas A&M is better at every level. And you know what? Everybody's going to jump on Chris Doring. Texas A&M is pretty doggone good. And and I don't want to say Chris Doring's a fool because you know what? Then that make, cheapens the win. Right. But enjoy this win, everybody. Alabama fans are notorious, me included, Jimmy included, for not enjoying wins as much as we should. I'm going to love that. I'm going to sop this one up with a biscuit, y'all. Huge. Absolutely huge. Just in the standings alone. But seven more days, another big one. And seven more days, another big one. Arkansas, 11 o'clock, homecoming, unbelievably stupid time for homecoming. But here we go. Let's deal with that later, okay? Let's talk about the bad stuff later on in the week. Jimmy, you and I are going to cut another podcast in the morning, aren't we? Yep, tomorrow morning. All right, buddy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide.